This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about line five. This is called the heretic or the messenger. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, what is a line? What is line five? What is this? Make sure you just skip back a couple of episodes where we started talking about line one. And that's where you'll learn what a line is and how to find what your line might be or your profile. But these are all about your personality types. So it's a very, very fun aspect of human design. I would never say that the lines or the profiles are the most important part of your chart, but they can be the most fun and it's a great conversation starter with friends. So if your friends are not into human design or they haven't been listening to the podcast, go and send them some episodes, start them on episode number one and get them into it because conversations with friends about human design are the best. Oh my gosh, my friends and I have some of our best, longest, most juicy conversations about our charts and our partner's charts, and it's just a great time. Now, before we get into that, let's do the review of the week. This one is a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and it's titled Eloquent and Articulate. I love listening to Madeline's podcast. She explains human design in a way nobody else has. While most other human design sources brush the surface and leave you wanting more, Madeline gives you the more. She really understands this stuff and has a way of knowing what her audience wants and needs. My life feels more in alignment because of her. It's truly outstanding. Thanks, Madeline. Wow, I didn't even read that review before this. I just picked one at random and I'm so touched. Oh, that just makes my heart sing and makes my skin get goosebumps to know that you're feeling more in alignment because of this podcast. That's amazing. Wow. So if that was your review, you can go ahead and DM me over on Instagram at healthy underscore Madeline or email me at hello at madelineevergreen.com and let me know the username you used to write that review. And whoever wins each week, so this person won this week, gets a choice between two prizes. One, I can send you a recording of your incarnation cross, which is also known as your life theme, Or if you already know that or you're not interested in that, then I can answer a deep personal human design question that you have about your chart. So let me know which one you prefer and I will send the recording back to you. And if anybody else wants to win or enter the drawing each week, all you need to do is write a review on Apple Podcasts and I select one at random every single week. And I have one more announcement before we jump into our topic for today. I have announced some dates for breathwork. You all know that I was in Austin a couple weeks ago doing a somatic breathwork practitioner training. 
I've been facilitating breath work for over 10 years and I just kind of reinvigorated my training and learned some different skills, a different method, and I cannot wait to do this with you. So if you have been wanting to do breath work with me either in person in Minneapolis or on Zoom, I'm doing both now, then check out my website. Go to MadelineEvergreen.com and at the top you'll see a tab that says breath work. Just click on that tab to see the schedule. And if you're listening to this kind of in real time as it's coming out, I do have a in-person breath work this Friday, May 5th in Minneapolis at Studio Time Out at 7 p.m. So you do need to register in advance. Don't just show up. And for all of the online people, there's one coming up on Sunday, May 21st, 2023 at 3 p.m. Central Time on Zoom. And yes, you get the recording. So if you can't attend live at that time, you can do it on your own time later. All the workshops are $25 right now. And I just can't wait to do this. I've got lots more workshops in person and on Zoom coming up. So if you missed it or you want to see other times, just go check out my website, look at the Breathwork page and um, see what's happening because it's pretty powerful stuff. And why I'm even talking about this on a human design podcast is because I found that people have a lot of trouble deconditioning and getting in alignment with their design when they're so full of stress in their body. And most of our conditioning is actually subconscious. And you can't just think about it. You can't just change or just make a choice if you want to decondition fully. Oftentimes you need to offload all of the stress in the body, all of the energetic and emotional blocks being stored in our physical bodies. And there's so much science out there showing how our stress levels correlate exactly with our health levels. And many, many, many diseases and health conditions, the number one recommendation to improve it would be addressing your stress. But lots of people skip over that aspect and they go right to a fix-it mindset of medications or diets or routines or regimens or supplements. And yes, those things can all really help and be wonderful, but what about the stress? We can only get so far in life with so much stress in the body. So that's why I'm bringing this up on a human design podcast is because I know that you're interested in getting in alignment. Just like this person who wrote the review of the day, she is working on getting into alignment. And it's so difficult to do that when your body is blocked up and then your whole energetic system is out of whack because the human design chart lives in your energetic field. It's actually in your aura. And that directly is correlated with what's going on in your physical body. So if you have pain, injuries, diseases, health problems, blockages, emotional stuff trapped within you, it's really difficult for your aura to be uh, as it should be. And it's difficult for you to get into alignment, essentially. So join me for Breathwork. I would love to have you there. Now on with the show. So the five, the heretic, or sometimes also known as the messenger. This applies to anybody who has a five as either the first number or the second number in their profile. It can be either way. And that might be a five one or a three five, something like that. I have lots of fives in my life. In fact, I have a lot of three fives in my life. So this is something that I have seen a lot. I don't have a five, but I've experienced it through others for a while now. 
So the five is somebody who loves to save the day. They just have that save the day hero energy. And people already sense from your aura before you ever speak to them that you can save their day. Other people can detect that energy because remember, your chart, your human design is actually living in your aura. So when you just are near other people and all of our auras are interacting or our energy is interacting, other people pick up on the fives, that the five is the one that can save the day and they're like the fix it person. They are the hero of the group. And the five can typically interact or get along with anybody. It doesn't mean that they actually like everybody, but a five typically can get along just fine with anyone. Like my husband is a five and he could probably hang out with anybody, whether he really likes them or not, and feel fulfilled and feel like he has a good time. Same with my stepdad, David. He can talk to literally anyone. Same with my dad. He also has a five. And my sister is a little bit different. She, uh, she, everybody loves her for sure. And she can kind of get along with anybody, but it's not that, again, that she truly likes everyone. It's just that she can easily get along with people. So it's very interesting. It's very different than the four that we talked about last week. Like I'm a four and I really struggle with being around people that I don't jive with. Like if I had to ride up in an elevator with someone that's really not my person and they're just not someone I like, that would be very draining on me. But for a five, they could easily ride in an elevator with someone that's not really their person. It would be no problem and they'd probably kind of enjoy it. So the five loves to make lots and lots of casual friends, and they love to help everybody. The karma that the five has to deal with, or one of the lessons that they're here to learn, is how to say no, how to put up boundaries, and how not to help everybody. Almost every single five that I've ever met bends over backwards to fix other people or to help other people or to step in and save the day too many times. They spend way too much energy helping when they need to go back and help themselves or put up the boundaries and say no every once in a while. Because the five really does want to help everybody and everybody can detect that the five will help. So other people love to ask the five for their help. So if you are a five, be sure that you carefully choose who and what you're going to help and what you're going to fix and know that it's absolutely okay for you to say no. If the five is your first number, like let's say you're a five one, then this is the more conscious aspect of you. It's the part of you that you probably connect to the most, more than your second number, but it's the side of you that other people don't see as well. So if your five is the first number, you're more likely to be somebody who really oversteps with the helping and goes above and beyond. But other people might not ask you to help as much as you wish that they would because they don't necessarily see you as a five. They are going to see you as as whatever your second number is. So if you are a five, it's important that you're not over meddling in people's business when they didn't ask for help or they don't want help. That's a typical way that it can go wrong. 
And if you are a five as the first number and you want to get involved and you want to help, then you do need to tell people, hey, I love to help. Anytime, ask me for help. You have to actually train the people in your life to ask you for help if they're not already doing that. Now, in the reverse, if the five is the second number, then you are less aware of it. It's the unconscious aspect of your personality that you don't see as clearly, but everybody else sees you as a five. So let's say you're a three, five. People will just flock to you for help. People will want you all the time to fix their issues or to help them out or give them guidance or whatever it is. And with all the three fives I see in my life, I see that happening to them a lot. Everybody asks my husband and my dad and my stepdad for help all the time. And when the five is the second number, remember, it's less conscious for you. So you might end up over helping and burning yourself out more than if it was your first number. Or I guess I would say in a different way. Because when the five is the second number, you're going to be overhelping in an unconscious way that you don't really realize what you're doing until you've gone too far. When it's the first number, it's a little bit more of a pushy tendency where you're kind of pushing yourself on people and overhelping because you want to, not necessarily because they're asking. Now, remember, I think we talked about this last week that if you're new at learning about human design, it's not so critical that you understand the difference of the number being first or second. It's really not the most important thing. So don't get wrapped up in that at all. Get more focused just on the fact that you have an aspect of you as a five that loves to help and be the hero and loves to save the day. And generally, that's a really great thing, but it can oftentimes go too far where you end up overstepping and you're not saying no and putting up boundaries enough. Way down the line, we're going to go through all of the profiles There's about 12 of them, I believe, and we're actually going to go through each one in an episode where you'll understand what it means to be a 3-5 or, you know, a 1-3 or a 2-4 with that exact combination. And so if this is all kind of new for you, don't worry so much about the combination of your two numbers and don't worry so much about which one's first or second. Just get the general gist of each number separately and that's already going to be plenty. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Next week, we go over the last line, which is six, which is my other number. I'm a four, six, and I'm super excited to talk about that because I think that the six is one of the most interesting things I've ever learned in human design. It's really different than the other lines. So we can stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, go and rate and review this show so you can enter in the drawing to win. And also take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to this on your computer, on your phone, whatever, share it on socials and tag me at healthy underscore Madeline, because I truly love connecting with you. There's so many of you. This podcast has been growing exponentially each week. More and more and more people are listening and downloading, and I'm so grateful, but I want to know who you are. Oh my gosh, you're from all over the world. There's people from Cambodia and from Australia and New Zealand and Africa and all of these different countries and continents, and it just blows my mind, and I want to know who you are. So please reach out. Let me know that you're listening, and I, I just, I'd love to meet you. Okay, everybody, I'll catch you all in a week. <laughs>